Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League, the show where we give our non-expert expert opinions on anything and everything. This week, we have another fantastic episode, a little bit somber with the Bears' performance because that was dog shit, um, but we will make it up with timeout and the rank this week, spooky season, still continues with the horror movies or Halloween movies, whatever you want to call them. So without any further ado, let's get right to it. Look, take it from the uh, from the tippy top there. Low budget presents Beer League. Hi uh, guys, welcome back. Um, so, how is everyone doing? We'll start with, uh, I'll introduce him in a second. Oh, I wanted to be a surprise. Okay, fine. So why, why would you wait? That's so weird. Yeah. He's right here. The anticipation's <laughs> killing me. Yeah. All right. So fine. We'll, we'll start. So we do have a guest, but, uh, special guest. We'll just call him that a special guest. We got John Morrison in the house, um, freshly off his engineering exam, which he probably just spanked it. Freshly bachelor too. I'd wanted to add that oh. to my lady listening audience here. Yeah, that's that's good. That's about none of them. But yeah, that's good. Um, so yeah, fine. Yeah, fine. We'll start with John. How how have you been? How is post test life? How is post single life now? Or no, current single life. Uh, I have entered the drought. So uh, <laughs> oh my god, looking to get out of that. But uh, I have all sorts of free time on my hands without the test behind me. So. Bumble, Hinge, Tinder. Honestly, the dating scene online is the most treacherous thing that anybody should ever have to endure. Everybody on Tinder scene is uh, a hint of vegan, polyambiguous, uh, polyanamorphous. All these terms that I have no you idea never what know they what mean. You're gonna get. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they're going to try to peg me when I get over to their place or necessarily what they're into. But it seems like it's been dark. Changed. It's it's yeah, it's, it's been it's, a dark dating scene. I, I prefer just talking to somebody at a bar. But I digress. So, so me and John went to a murder mystery party. It's the yearly murder mystery party. Um, I went as Commodore Napier. I shaved a pencil thin mustache. Came up, great puffy shirt, straight out of Seinfeld. John, would you like to tell the listeners what you went as? Because I think you're the only one that could describe oh, it. Uh, well, I was a Commodore for the evening, which is naturally a uh, higher level of a poof variety. I had <laughs> the powdered face, the, the blush cheeks, and was a saucy looking individual for the day. So I think it's fair to say that if you've ever seen the gang breaks the, or cracks the Liberty Bell from Always Sunny, that is what you went for. Uh, yes. I watched the episode promptly after seeing it on Snap. <laughs> yeah. Flores the Pinky. Yeah. Flores <laughs> the Pinky. Yeah. Um, Nick, how are you doing? I'm good. John and I are sharing a mic, so we got to deal with the, any the two tall guys in the room are sharing a mic. <laughs> I've been telling them we're probably just going to kiss at some point. Like our mouths are so close we'll together. But, the, inadvertently. Any any injuries? Advertently. <laughs> uh, no injuries. How are you doing on your existing ones? Uh, good. Uh, <laughs> I think, yeah. No, my shoulder feels really good. My foot, my foot is done. Foot is done. Good. My shoulder feels really good. My back is progressing, so... I f the back feels pretty good, so I'm fine. So how, I I, I'm just saying this because you might be the Kevin White of this podcast, where I'm not sure that your glass or your bones aren't made of glass. So how long until the next injury? The the difference <laughs> between Kevin White and I is that I perform. Oh, he never wow. did, and wow. you you build on it exactly. You progress. I'm That's injured, good. but I'm I'm showing up every yeah. week. No, you're and hurt, I'm, not injured. I'm hurt, not yeah. injured. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's it. Um, um yeah. yeah, no, things are good. Uh other than the bar and restaurant industry completely shutting down again, which is not great for my job prospects. So um much like John was talking about his dating prospects, if anybody has employment <laughs> prospects, send them my way. This, I'll, I'll this be podcast slightly just, available. This podcast just turned into like monster.com and like indeed.com. Will you please hire us for work or sex? <laughs> oh my God. Both at the same time, you know. It's, le it's basically legal. Deuce Bigelow's European gigolo? 
Um, beer, how are you doing? How's Minnesota Good. treating you? Doing all right. Um, yeah, just uh, just enjoying the Minnesota life. It snowed, um, so I had to shovel. That was that it. Was snowed. Exciting. How much? Um, I should send you pictures. It's it was about like four inches, but it wasn't too bad. Things like started melting, but still, like I had to pick out the shovel and put on like a big winter coat and stuff now. So oh. it's now sitting around twenty five to thirty five degrees normal, pretty average here. So, but I know it's not much better about you guys. Yeah, it actually snowed on Monday, which was real weird. Didn't like it. Didn't like it one bit. Yeah, Monday and Sunday, little flurries, but it didn't collect, which is good. Yeah, it sounds like what you had. Ugh. Yeah, Johnny, yeah. how was your weekend? It was good. It was a lot of fun. On Friday, we had a bunch of the Grays Lake people come uh, come into <laughs> town. Actually, beer surprised me. Um, I hadn't seen him in, I don't know how long. And I was begging him all week, uh, come down and visit, come down and visit. And just left me on reply every time or he didn't reply. And he just kind of walked into the room and, uh, I embraced him and it was amazing and magical. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. And then it was a long weekend. Actually worlds collided. The girlfriend met the family this weekend, the sister. Oh, Oh, wow. Wait, just the sister? Everyone. Well, we picked oh. up my sister from school, went to go Halloween costume shopping. Get oh my some God, what is tea. your sister? Uh, she is a dark angel, which is hilarious because she goes to Catholic school. And I had to like call my mom like, is this appropriate? And she said, absolutely not. So we got it. And <laughs> your, your sister is what, eight now? She's nine. nine. She's nine. Yeah. Turning 10 in March. Um, but she had a blast, obviously, uh, hanging out with Sarah and... Uh, I think I won my my pick this week, so I, I, I'm I'm in, yeah, uh, I, I'm in the green, you right? Did. All right, yeah. I'm excited to talk about it. You're but up. It's been good, yeah. How about uh, you, Joseph? Uh, my weekend was good. Um, Friday, I went over to celebrate and uh, surprise John and his roommate, um, our buddy Alex. Shout out to Alex; he listens. Um, on Saturday, I watched Iowa break my fucking heart again. Um, <laughs> it's the, no Illinois though, but, but it was pretty bad. No, <laughs> hear me out. Hear me you, out. So yeah, you guys. Illinois. So you guys get blown out a lot. Iowa, since I have been (laughs) a student, so that's eight years now, they have lost 11 games in the last two minutes. That is heartbreak. Yeah, you're set up for for disappointment. That is heartbreak losing in the last two minutes. Like getting blown out, you're like, oh, fuck, we were never in this game. And you you had to have a feeling like Wisconsin was coming back with a vengeance. Like that was a straight up revenge game. You knew that they were going to do it. It's like when Tom texted the chat, the plus... 19 and a half. I was like, no fucking way. I actually just forgot to bet it. I was going to say, did you bet it? No. Of course not. Well, Thank you. I was going to, but then I forgot. Sorry, Tom. And no, it's good <laughs> for us. We didn't lose. Um, <laughs> and then Sunday, I watched football day. I went and got breakfast. It was pretty good. I got this. Ooh, I got a chicken and waffles with some like Cajun gravy. And it was, mm-mm-mm. it was extra good. But now let's cut the bullshit. Let's talk about what we're here. This is what we're here. What we're why, here. Why we're here. What? The Bears suck on offense. <laughs> they really let us down. Um, they couldn't even cover a 13 point tease, which go fuck yourself. But before that, I want to say one thing before we get it all deep and solemn into the Bears. Cody Parkey, why you got to do with me like that? You're not on my team anymore, and you have to hurt me. We had the Browns minus three and a half. They score a touchdown with, I think, 47 seconds left, and he misses the extra point not to cover. What the fuck, Cody Parkey? Get out of the league, you piece of shit. How this guy deserves to be in this league and make over a million dollars is goddamn bullshit. Didn't we? We had them minus three and minus three and a half. Yeah. So, like... He cost us a, a win and a push. Yeah, it's $180. So, Cody Parkey, we know you're listening. You owe us uh, how much? $180. You owe us $180. No, no, no plus juice, though, at, so let's at, call it like 5000 And yeah. reparations, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Reparations for the double dunk. Um, yeah, that, I'm not over that. So that's... But, but like, he's still hurting me on other teams. He's hurt me? Dude, it's like one thing to be like, you're going to bet the Browns laying points. Like, oh, you should never, ever do that. But it's like, well, you know, come on, they got it, they got it, and then Cody, and then Cody Parkey's the one that fucks us. Is as is tradition. 
as okay. per tradition. I'm, I'm over. The, I'm I'm not over it, but I'm <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get over it. Let's talk bears. I want the honest opinion of you, beer, before I lose my fucking mind. <laughs> of me first. Before. Okay. So uh, yeah, I mean that was. That was shitty, right, guys? Like, that was tough, especially because we were, like, talking yep. them up, too. We were like, hey, you know, the offense, they, you know, what did they do? They didn't get a three and out until the fourth quarter. And then, like, what happened? They just completely reverted. Completely. And, like, maybe it's because the Rams' D is good and, like, our offense finally went into, like, this, like, went up against, like, a really strong defense. But yeah, that was bad. I, I I saw a stat that said something like, you know, Dave Montgomery, like we've ran the ball on, you know, third and short a lot of times. Like we've ran the ball with Cordell Patterson six times, um, like on third and short. And like we've only converted two of them and gained like three yards. Like we've tried running with Dave Montgomery and we've done it eight times. We converted seven times of the eight and gotten like a total of like 45 yards on those third down conversions. It's like, why are we running Dave Montgomery on these short yardage runs, why are we doing these predictable flips to Cordero Patterson? You guys remember that? Like it was that fourth down and we got tackled in the backfield. It was like they just watched yeah. film. It's like, oh, it's a fourth down. We're putting Cordero Patterson in. Cordero Patterson's in. Let me guess. The one play that's worked for them all year on fourth down is this out pitch to freaking Cordero Patterson. And they, oh my gosh, their defense just watched tape and, and did it. So it was just. It was an absolute, absolutely bad. I I made sure to stay like up and watch that press conference from Matt Nagy to just figure out what the hell happened. And he was like almost at a loss for words. When a coach is at a loss for words, that's when I'm nervous because like he was just like I've never seen it happen before where the D scores more than the O. And I'm like, well, you haven't been in Chicago long then because that happens <laughs> way too often. It happens all the time. Us. Yeah. Um, but no, it was just bad. We couldn't get anything going. Uh. Bowls through some picks. Again, Darnell Mooney literally juked Jalen Ramsey out of his shoes, and we missed him. Like, Should have been a touchdown. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, that too. And then our O-line has serious, serious problems. Like, now that, like, Whitehair is hurt, and now like, Allen Robinson's in concussion protocol. Like, we're, like, shit, shit is starting to start on fire on our offense. And our offensive line is, like, the place at the start. Like, Coward sucks. And then we replaced Whitehair with this Sam Mustafar guy who's like this backup center who did okay, but he was getting pushed like two or three yards back. And it was just. You watch the way you bad. talk about another name guy. That's right. You watch the way you talk about another name guy. They breed him good up there. Yeah. Well, no, that was Bars. Bars didn't play. I don't know if Mustafar played it. I thought he was a Notre Dame guy. They said he was a Notre Dame guy. Yeah, they said he was a Notre Dame oh, guy. I, could be wrong. I, I can't remember if he was. <laughs> Either way, like, it was just. RO is is having issues. We need to get Dar- Darnell Mooney the ball because he is running two great routes right now to be missing. Like, it's... If we can hit him, like, we have a different season. But that was bad. It was bad. I'm really curious to hear what you guys think because, like, our, we, I watched our D give up, like, in the third quarter. Like, they just stopped trying. Yeah. They got I their touchdown that, and they were good. Like... Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just looking at the defenses that we've played before and the only one that's even remotely... I mean, pretty fucking good is the Buccaneers. Oh, Colts. Colts and the Colts, obviously. Too, and the Colts, like... yeah. No, but the difference between, obviously, we lost against the Colts, so no, not much analysis there. But with the Bucks, for example, we were able to score early on where the defense didn't give up right away and there was still life, and then the offense can actually come out and do some work. <clears throat> but any respectable defense like this with the old line that we have is just trash. Bowles has zero time in the pocket, less than two seconds before he has to throw it away or get sacked, which he did I don't know how many times. Um, so I, I I feel so much worse about this season, to be honest, after that game. Because obviously the defense could do stuff, but our offense just cannot move the ball. Okay. Um, since I am as heated as I am, uh, I had trouble sleeping that night. I was grinding my teeth. I am going <laughs> to do this. I'm going to give myself a minute 30 to go off and then we're going to put this game in the past and we're going to talk good bears. Wait, before you do, should I turn down your volume? Or are you going to go loud? No, I'm not going to go crazy. I'm going to just talk normal. Okay. I'm going to talk normal. But I, I just, I want to be honest with this and I'm going to do it. Ready? Three, two, one. Okay. So here's what I got to say about this. First off, the bears, the predictability is strictly coming from the play calling. 
It is not coming. That's it's 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 not coming from the quarterback at all. It's coming necessarily from play calling, and the reason that the play calling is so bad is because they're. It's not even that they're so predictable. It's just we continuously not. It's it's like the not less. Or you got to let Russ cook. We're not letting Nick Foles cook. What does Nick Foles do well? He throws a deep ball. There's that balloon ball, that rainbow ball, and you notice that it worked a couple of times. Cole Komet caught a pass. Allen Robinson caught a pass. If he could have thrown it on target, Mooney would have had a touchdown, in my opinion. I really think here's what it comes down to. Nagy's got to give up the play call. I think he is the majority of the problem now, and I'm even going back and thinking about, was Mitch Trubisky the problem? Was Mitch Trubisky truly the problem, or was it the play calling and the situations that he was put in? I do think he is not a great quarterback, but I think Nick Foles is also trash, and it's just... He doesn't have time, and they didn't change up the game plan at all, and Nick Foles is so much slower. It is crazy how much slower he is. That's not a knock on him. He's just not a fast quarterback. He's not a running quarterback. Lastly, no, I got time. Lastly, (laughs) you can't put this amount of pressure on a defense. There's only been four games this year out of the six, or out of the seven, sorry, out of the seven that we've scored 20 points or more. And one of the games we just scored 20. Our defense is so elite, though, and they could stop the teams from scoring a bunch of points, like 30-plus points. We got that under uh, under wraps. But our offense is doing nothing to help them. And when you're doing three and outs and we're getting pinned with those punts, which they were very good punts, not going to take anything away from Eckler. Very good. Or Ecker, whatever the fuck. That's what I got to say, though. I think it's more of Nagy's fault, less of the quarterback. Offense needs so much help, and I'm looking any which way we can get it. Done. That was good. That was good. <laughs> that was perfect, right as your timer uh, went off. I have one question for you, I guess. Do you think that maybe they're limited in their play calling because of the personnel? No. No. They no. shouldn't be. No, they're not. Because because here's what happens. All the great coaches out there, think of like a Belichick or a, or a Tomlin, any of those. Sometimes they've been beat up on the line. Sometimes they haven't had the best receiving course. Sometimes they haven't best had the best wide receivers, but they make it work with the play calls. These play calls right now haven't been working and they know it's technically this is hearsay at this point, but the Adam greasy comment about how Nick Foles told him that when a play gets called in, he already knows that he doesn't have enough time in the pocket. That is technically Nick Foles did come out and say that was a misunderstanding. So I'm not going to say that that was hearsay or hundred percent fact until we know more. Um, but these fucking checkdowns and these pitches when we go on these runs what are we doing we move the ball downfield through the passing and we keep up with the running and we don't just leave it solely on the running but we keep it up with the passing the thing that i saw this week that made me feel a little uncomfortable with Foles is he tried forcing a couple of passes too much yes it was later in the game when we were down but that one pass that he got intercepted in the end zone that was that was first or second down you don't have to Throw an interception. You don't have to try to force it into the tight window. Live to play another down and. <sighs> yeah, that's good. I'm done. So there's two points I wanted to make. One is off of yours. One on the Nick Foles not agreeing with the play calling <laughs> thing. Uh, I distinctly remember physically seeing uh, when they were down near the end zone on uh, this after he threw in the interception, they were down near the end zone on the one where they got stopped on fourth down. Uh, they wanted to push the ball. They wanted to keep going. And Foles and a bunch of the other guys in the huddle were like, let's go, let's go, hurry up offense, hurry up mm-hmm. offense. And then they didn't get the I play. They Like, yeah, nobody got the play he call. And you can literally and like, see. Yeah. Ahead. Like yeah, no, Foles do the huddle, the huddle like thing. He's like, God damn, we have the huddle up, and that's the huddle yeah, sign is when you take yeah. your hands and like cup them together. And yeah. he looked pissed. He was so yeah. pissed. He was so pissed. I think so, you guys are missing. Look at so how mad Anthony Miller was when they were trying yeah. to go ready up, and they substituted him out, and he literally like slapped his thighs. Yeah, like, Are you kidding? And they me? they substituted out um, Jimmy Graham when they're down near the end zone too. So uh, there's. There's definitely a disconnect between the players and the coaches, which like, falls on the coaches. Yeah, it falls that, on, it that was falls, a really good falls idea. On Nagy. Yeah. Um. So that's 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 my first point. Um. My second point. Uh. I forget what my second point is now. Uh. Go ahead and say whatever you're gonna say. I was Joe. gonna say this. It was a great idea taking Jimmy Grant out in the red zone because what does he do for a living? What does he made his whole career off of being an end zone quarterback or uh, tight 
tight end. So it's like, it's, it's genius of Maggie. He's like, you know what? They're going to notice him. But the fact that they don't even fucking target him. Cole Komet's a stud too. So when they have three tight ends in the game and they don't throw it to one, what the fuck? Oh yeah, that that brings up a third point, not my second point, but the third point is That's a they, thing. they need to cut um, <laughs> the whatever the other tight end's name is. I've already forgotten it because he's so terrible. Yeah, uh, I said serious. last week that he's dropped 10, point, uh, 10 uh, catches and then this week he dropped two. So he's now he's dropped 12. Um, yeah, so that's pretty bad. I still forget what my second point was. So somebody else talk. We'll come back. I'll, <laughs> I'll figure it out. My closing arguments on this is I think we're going to win this week, of course. Yeah. I think we're going to win. Um, I base it on the defense personally, but uh, our defense versus their defense. I do defense. really think, though, the Saints very much do not play well outside of the Dome. They're going to Soldier. Yeah, that's I true. I think that's going to be I fine. Would say so. yeah. um, I wouldn't be surprised if they went outright. Um, I think, you know, how we've been playing off of losses are pretty good. We put up at least 20 points, which I'm fine with. So, I got, yeah. I, I remembered my other point. Yeah. Um, credit to, you said it before, but really the the winner of that game was the Rams punter, Ecker. The the Bears started like six or seven of their drives inside their own 10-yard line. Like you yeah. can't, you yeah, can't expect, starting, yeah. you can't expect to win a game when you're doing that. And I'll, some of that does fall on Ted Ginn Jr., who was just like letting them go and letting them bounce right in there. Did you like, see what call, I texted? Call, just call, call fair, fair, call a couple fair yeah, catches yeah. and we call could have had catch, five yeah. or 10 yards yeah. more That's uh, what it, on average. We're getting pinned, yeah, all the way back. And that's yeah. just such a big barrier for our offense to do. You can't just march down like that. I texted that during the game. I literally was like, is he allergic to fair catches? Because yeah. he was, he kept, and that, I believe we cut him. Didn't we cut him? Really? Isn't Ted Gibb done being the uh, experiment? I thought I saw that. Um, But he was given up. I would like to see how many yards he gave up just on punts. Those punts were incredible. I'm going to take it's nothing most out of Ecker. I think those putts were fine. However, it's just like what we do with it in the, the more drives that we do. I just, yeah. you know, with our team, like we're way too talented to be putting up similar numbers to Fox. Like that, I just yes. keep going back to this. Like Nagy was brought in to do, like, to give us an offense that's good, and all we just like almost feels like the same thing. I mean, for real, we yeah. have Allen Robinson. We have like Dan Montgomery's good. We have two really good tight ends. Like, what? Why can't we do anything? Yeah. Like, it's just. Technically like, a Super Bowl like, quarterback. We had yeah. Fox, we had an identity, right? We could run the ball and then run play action off it. Like, that was literally what Fox's identity was. Like, with Nagy, it's like, throw it inside of the pass. Like, Nick Foles would throw, like, two, like, four-yard runs, and we'll run for a one-yard gain with Cordell Patterson, and then it's three and out. Done. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Nick Foles, the only, like, the only thing I've seen about a Nagy is just, like, he's good at, like, some quick passes. But, like, you can't dig it That's down it. like that the whole time. I wish I could ask Nagy this. The whole drive... The last four drives of the last four drives of the game, they're throwing the ball, they're making the slants when they need the quick yards. That fourth and down when he pitches it to Cordell Patterson, and this is nothing against Cordell Patterson. I actually really like the guy. He's awesome. I, think I do really great. like him. Why are you going away what's been working in the last four drives? The, the last like thirty downs. Why are you going away from that? Yeah, he chooses to change shit up when it's working, times. and then when times, it's not though. working, you keep using the same stuff. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. I don't know where he gets his title of uh, offensive guru. It must have been when he was with his time with Reed, um, but even then, mm-hmm. I mean, well, remember, that certainly like, did not translate to whatever the hell's going on over here. He only called the plays for like half of the season when he was with Kansas City, and it was right. with, yeah. he had Alex Smith and Patrick Mahomes, and like... I don't know. Like I just, we haven't seen it. He doesn't have. He didn't have the experience for play calling. So the fact that he's play calling yeah. the whole time, we've had, never really seen a rhythm. Like he'll get into the, he'll get into the goal line in 2018. He used every single trick play he had to score these touchdowns. Now like we're getting near the end zone, like nothing. I don't know. I just nothing. I'm so I've been skeptical of Nagy for a little while now, like just because of these play calls and they haven't, like our team hasn't really had an incredible offensive season yet. Like I was expecting Tressman level. Like if you come in and like yeah. become the second off, second rated offense in the league, like okay, then we can talk. But like, Nagy hasn't been better yeah. than like twenty seventh man. Like what the heck's going yeah. on? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. terrible. All right, let's go into. He doesn't like sports. What do you got to say, John? 
No comment here. Yeah, that's fair. I wanted to get him some yeah, airtime. Like you know? yeah. Well, we're going to get him all of timeout. Cool. Um, Good. So let's go into this. So I also asked you guys to for. Uh, with your lock of the week, I also want you to to do your top three in the league right now. Um, so, I mean, as the crown champion, Nick, until you lose, you will be first because I can't take. It's like um, it's like he made a birdie last week, and it's like the next hole. It's like you get honors every you have time. Honors, yeah. yeah, yeah. Pursuit of perfection, seven and zero. Uh, so this week's looking a little tight. I, uh, please just be my pick and I'll feel so much I'm, more confident. I'm, I'm a little all over the place. Um, but I've got two that I'm eyeing and I'm gonna just go ahead and pick one right now. Well, what's both of them? Tell us both of it. Cause those no, both could be winners. No, 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 I'm not going to throw that out like in that. the ether. Like I'm not going to yeah. throw that in the ether. I need to be decisive. That's why I'm seven and oh, I like okay. that. Um, all right. Uh, so I've been bold every week. I'm going to continue to be bold because it's paying off for me. Bengals plus five and a half at oh. home against the Titans. Oh, no. Did you just see that Dunlap posted his house on Twitter and then got traded? Who? Their number one defensive lineman. No, I didn't. Oh, this is ballsy because oh, no. I wanted to put <laughs> our whole balance on the Titans. So really? now I don't know. Oh, okay. That this is an incredibly ballsy bet. Oh wow! Wow! So I think they're, it's very they're ballsy. Yeah, this is nuts. They just okay, okay. Uh, who's your top three in the league? Uh, yeah. So Cincinnati plus five and a half. Uh, my top three in the league. Uh, number one Chiefs. Um, I mean, yeah, that's un- under you know understood. Uh, number two Steelers. Um, you know they got a little help. This week from the kicker um, for the Titans missing that, but still uh, undefeated and looking pretty good. Uh, and then number three, Seahawks. Oh, very nice. So very good. a little, little wow. bit of balance between AFC and NFC. And then I, I just for fun, I kind of looked at what I thought the Bears were. I'd put the Bears about eighth overall in in overall. That's very nice of you. Yeah. <laughs> that is very nice. It makes me happy. I think, I think it's fair. Okay. I think it's totally fair. Before we get off your turn, you, you're locking in the Bengals bat. Are you seriously questioning me? Dude, I'm seven he's already decided. I'm questioning that Bengals bet. I'm he's seven decided. Okay, yeah. that, that's fine. That's fine. Um, that is a cerebral ballsy bet right there. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, beer, what is your lock and your top three? And okay, beer so is one, five, and one. So, obviously, like, this last week, it was so funny, right? I put, like, I'm like, the Patriots are going to come out and stop them. And they got literally smoked. And I watched that game, like, it wasn't even close. Yeah, it was, wasn't even close. It never got close. <laughs> is Cam Newton broken? Like the fact. Does it scare you that they in. weren't covering a one-point spread the entire game? They never got close. That's yeah, they didn't cover for a second. <laughs> it was like the worst home loss of Bill Belichick's entire career. Is the I don't even know why I'm laughing. It's our on. money. Yeah, it's I can't believe money. I keep it's just, wasting our money. So naturally, we're gonna bet against the Patriots this time. Give me Buffalo Bills minus three and a half. Fuck you, Patriots. Yes. I'm, okay. I'm um, give us your top, and then I'll go next because I'm jacked that you said that. Okay. Top three. I actually have Steelers number one. I love Steelers. Oh. And Ooh, then number controversy. two is Chiefs. Number two. Number two is Chiefs, and then number three I have Titans. I like interesting. The Titans. I think. Okay. I think they're so good. I think that they kept up. That Steelers game was fun. That was. A good that, one. Yeah. For yeah. For them to come back like that. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, couldn't be more excited that you just took the Bills because I got. Pats plus three and a half. Oh. I, this is awesome. If you would have also said Patriots, I had another pick just to switch to. But Belichick losing three games in a row, no fucking chance. At least not covering the spread. They will cover the spread. I think they went out right, and I think they win by a touchdown. I don't know. Um, my top three is this: I go Chiefs, Steelers, Buccaneers. 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 They have a really good defense. Tom Brady is still old man balling out, and I, I'm not going to bet against him. Wow. I don't like the Titans. I'll go ahead and say it. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, Johnny, what's yours? Okay. For me, the lock of the week. Oh, yeah. and you did get over 500, so congrats to that. Oh, four, thank you. Four, yeah. Uh, Joe and Johnny are both four and three right now. All yeah. right. Congrats. Thanks. Well done. Uh, so my lock of the week is going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers 
uh, money line. I'm going to do a little parlay and the over on the Minnesota and Green Bay Packer game. So what the fuck are you betting? Say it again. Pittsburgh money line. So you're doing a parlay, a three game parlay? Two game parlay. Oh, okay. So Pittsburgh money line. And the over on the Minnesota Green Bay Packers. What's, Which is? What? 52 and a half. It's a lot of points. 51, 51 and a half on Bovada. Yeah. Is it 51 and a half? On, uh, on DraftKings. Uh, then even better. Let's do it. Okay. Feel real good about it. Um, I like the Steelers to win that game outright, by the way. I agree with that. Yeah. Oh, um, and how my, many points are they even getting? Two and four. a half? They're getting four? Four. That was the other one that I was considering because the Ooh, fact that they're getting four against the Ravens is is pretty crazy. I was between that and then I was like, nah, I need to be bolder. Oh, shit. Everybody, is it four right now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Everybody and your mother is going to be putting money on the Ravens. Everyone and their grandma. It's like Bitcoin in 2019. Everyone, or 2018, when like, oh my God, Bitcoin's crazy right now. It's like, yeah, but if your grandma told you at Christmas, Bitcoin's dead then. This is what I'm talking about. Everyone's going to be like, oh, you got to bet the Ravens, got to bet the Ravens. Fuck that. Steelers win. That yep. was almost mine. We almost had three. That, yeah. That's never happened where we even had the same pick. No, I would change it if that happened. Same. Um, top three teams, Chiefs, Steelers, Seahawks. Same as you, Nick. You're absolutely right. Great minds think alike. Oh, yeah. yeah. By the way, Beer, I'm not hoping for you to lose, but I'm just a little giddy that you picked against my pick. No, no, you I definitely feel just picked. You just picked whatever no, I, I didn't picked. Because you know that it means bad luck for whatever team I pick. So. Oh, he wrote it down it's after we picked all our picks. It. Yeah, it's written down. It's written down. Okay. Uh, uh, before we move on, I want to get. I want John to just pick one out, just randomly. Oh, write it down because we'll bet a hundred on it. All right. Yeah. I, I just just pick Gosh. one out randomly. Just any any team. So so go with the go with the spread though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be perfectly fair, the. Uh, the Steelers have get been getting me moister than an oyster over here, so I feel that's like a lie. I'm, you didn't even know what 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 city? They're plus four right now. What city is the Steelers? Uh, the industrial city of the world, the capital, <laughs> Pittsburgh, baby. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> you I don't like know. Something I don't know the fucking trade. <laughs> Might not know your sports ball too well, but I know in this the industry, baby, and they have a high export of. Steals. So you want Pittsburgh plus four? Uh, yes. Okay. Lock it up. You lock it up. Put your money on it, not mine. Done. No, we're going to take your money. No, I'm joking. <laughs> All right, let's head over to timeout. So timeout. Where? On the podcast. Oh. oh. Okay, so the first oh, one I have yeah. this is... <laughs> the first one I have this week, uh, John's going to be joining... Wait, 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 wait. I, I, want, I want that to be the bit that I add in every week, so just get it get it clear with nobody else talking. Oh, yeah. All right, that'll that's be good. it. That'll that's be real it. good. Um, okay, so the first one I have this week is... I read this thinking that it was fake, but it's real. So in Sweden, they're trying to make a law that is illegal to pee standing up for men. What? Illegal? Agree. Really? Actually? Well, not at bars and stuff, but uh, when I'm at home, sitting down. You don't pee standing up at home? No, I get shit dirty. I pee everywhere. I'll be honest, my collateral splash damage is repulsive. You could talk into it, the mic. It is uh, all over the place. It's hard to say where it's going to go. <laughs> a collateral damage. I, I agree with Nick on this one. I, I think you, you pee sitting down and you... Uh, you look the other way, but otherwise, it's it's devastating, catastrophic damage. There's nothing wrong with what a little sit down. Did you say in Sweden? I don't think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just do uh, just do Swedish, like Swedish law. peers, people peeing in Sweden. Huffington posted okay. it. What Let's see. Um. So yeah, I think it is the dumbest law in the world. That you have to piece in down. I'm not oh, saying yeah, that you don't because you can if you want to. Yeah, as I a think law, that's it's fine. Dumb. Right to I think it is the dumbest law I've ever heard. It's like so here we go. Arrest you, like so. Swedish <laughs> Left Party chapter wants to make urinating while standing illegal for men. It's from 2017, but it's still crazy. That's a real thing. That is a real thing that the government tried to do. I'm I'm curious if like the enforcement of that is like that little man in there that's trying to hand me chiclets while I'm trying to take a piss is like, going to tell me like <laughs> Could you imagine if that guy Sit had like a badge? <laughs> he came down 
just like, hey, for and like it was like for a dollar, I could make this whole go away. You're like, yeah, fine. Here's a dollar. That's genius, though. We should do that everywhere. Well, no, because I hate peeing. Well, no. So they could just take out all the urinals. You hate peeing. But you're just going to take out all the urinals. You can't do that. That's crazy. Because, OK, so you said sitting down at home at a bar. I ain't sitting. No, exactly. That's what. I, that's why I like revised it very quickly. Like at a okay. bar, like I don't enjoy sitting on the toilet seat because there's other people's piss all over it. But at yeah. home, mm-hmm. it's a cleanliness factor. Mm-hmm. You're also not cleaning up the mess when you're at the bar. That's that's that little chiclet man's. What do you? Job. Yeah. Where do you? Are you, you sounds you like you're like, aiming for you the seen Frank seat. Reynolds when he's like trying to pee into the bucket and just goes all directions. <laughs> that's that's like the, the general consensus of the <laughs> water spout. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, beer and Johnny, what do you think of this law? It's not, it's not actually put in, uh, in effect, but still not enforceable. Like what's going to happen? Right? Yeah. Like, hey, who's standing in there? Like starts knocking on the Get out of here. Like, the like, ultimate cock block, I guess. Arrest yeah. him. Right. Straight to jail right away. Right. Not <laughs> do you not pass go <laughs> right away. Could straight you, to jail. Could you imagine being holding and someone be like, what are you in here for? And like, I'm a rebel. I piss standing up, and they're like, "Fuck, that's pretty Banding hardcore." Leave it <laughs> fuck with this guy. Yeah, <laughs> believe see, it or not. See, I think it should be negated for the, those couple of guys that will just go and just drop their trowel completely all the way their, down, have their ass cheeks hanging out. Like, I feel like they should be like uh, absolved of any crimes. <laughs> like, if if you show your ass, then you're you're fair game. Yeah. What do you think about that? Are you to? saying like at a urinal? Oh yeah. Um you like, see you seen those people that just drop complete trow. Um maybe this is like back in like grade school. I was gonna say I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say that more gonna like say, a toddler. I haven't seen yeah. like a grown person do that. Yeah, you see like a grown full man's butt cheeks like spread out and like he should be absolved because like he doesn't probably know any better. True. But it's pre crime. Uh, <laughs> wait, but that's actually a big power move. Like, could you imagine just like I don't give a fuck. I'm just gonna drop trow right here. Everybody's gotta look at my ass. Well yeah. Interesting. <laughs> it's a power move. It's a unique power move. Um, so the next one, we'll have John go first on this. So he is Mr. Chipotle himself. I had this on the docket, not even knowing you were coming over today, which is hilarious. So Chipotle starts charging for a side of tortilla. This man is Mr. Chipotle and Mr. Side of Tortilla. So I want to know firsthand, because you get Chipotle a lot. I've seen you get it five times mm, yes, a week. Yes, understatement. So <laughs> what do you think about this debacle? Um from Chipotle's marketing team's point of view, I think it's a genius idea. But for me, it's devastating to my finances <laughs> because I roll all my own Chipotle burritos. Mm. Everybody knows that mm-hmm. they they're they're going to skimp you every time if they have to roll it themselves. If they have to be put to the test under pressure while you're fucking staring them down, wondering why they didn't give you an extra half slice of meat, mm-hmm. and they're rolling that tight burrito up, and they're gonna. They're going to undersell you every single time. So, I mean, for a person that rolls their own burritos and that has picked up on the craft, I say, I mean, for them, economically responsible for Makes sure. Sense. But yeah. for me, it's it's crushing my my, uh, my financial statement every day of the week. Makes sense. But when you're getting extra in the bowl instead of the burrito, it's worth more than 25 cents, so, which is what they're charging for that tortilla. It's more the principle for me. Like, 25 cents might be a whole stack of tortillas for them. They get it in bulk. They're Chipotle. Well, yeah, they're trying to make money, right? Yeah, they're trying to make money, but like, I still think it's bad. <laughs> yeah, but you're you're making so Fuck much. Fuck them for trying to make money. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. How much do you think a bowl of Chipotle can cost, Max? Uh, you know, it ain't a dollar. I don't. I think it's under a dollar. As a ongoing customer at their <laughs> the specific Chipotle venues on Belmont Street. I would I would say that I, I feel personally attacked that they are are now charging extra for the tortilla because they know that I'm going to roll it myself. I'm going to roll it tighter. I'm going to roll it better and bigger than they ever would have rolled it More if they balance. gave it to me in bowl shaped format. Yeah. Which, granted, it's a little cheaper. But at the end of the day, if you can if you know how to roll it yourself, you got that dexterity in your hands. Then I say go for it. Mm-hmm. I I think you're going to get the more bang for your buck at the end of the day, and that's where I'm. Trying to fight the big man there. <laughs> Food for thought. Why don't they then uh, change the price of burritos to 25 cents more? 
because that would hurt feelings way more. You see it as a more holistic cost, where as this, it's just 25 cents and it's an add-on. So perceptively in marketing, it's- You already got them buying in, right? To right. getting this bowl. They already got like, the oh, bowl. 25 cents? Fuck it. This is, this is only affecting the, the high-hitting entrepreneurs that are really willing to take the trade into their own hands and roll their own burritos <laughs> to get the thicker, girthier burritos. And I, I feel like we're the only ones affected by it. The rest of the fucking sheep that walk this earth will just take their burritos per batum as, as they're delivered to us. But yeah, I which makes no sense. I refuse to stand for that. Yeah. So... A quick little story. In high school, we used to go to a Quidoba specifically by Woodfield Mall. And there was a guy there when we used to go on our lunch breaks for high school. He used to roll these burritos so big and put so much stuff in it that every time we went to the cash register, the cashier would look and go, double meat? And the guy, every time. They no. called them the hog tire. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Jeez. like what I think where it's like, if that guy worked everywhere, I'm getting burritos. He, he was actually a, a local legend in Palatine. Yeah. <laughs> you can look him up. Uh, big master burrito roller. You'll find him quickly on a Google mm -hmm. search. The hog tire, if you will. I never heard that name, but I like it. I mean, you can't just Google that. You got you to gotta put a little bit more in there. <laughs> Google uh, I was ready burrito for like, hog tire. Yeah. I was ready for Hub everything search. to come up. No, like, no, no, oh, everyone, everyone's been covering this story. I love that you just Googled that straight up. It's fantastic. I don't um, think we're going to find that, John. As Nick, a producer. What you, Nick, what do you think of this? It's fucking 25 cents. Pay the man. Um, okay, fine. <laughs> I said my... Okay. Um, That's it. Next one, another... Uh, what? So Gucci is now selling grass-stained jeans for $950. This is the dumbest shit I've ever seen in the world. The whole thing where it's like when they originally had the shoes that look beat up, that's actually a look that Nike has been doing, Adidas has been doing, and this makes sense where you want them worn. These are the dumbest oh shits God, I've ever seen in my so life. so stupid. What kind of grass is it, though? Bermuda, baby. <laughs> Bermuda? Yeah. Nah, I, I just made that up. I don't think that's the question. You guys are asking weird questions today. <laughs> what a question. I love that. I love that, man. I mean, if it's, is it grass on, like... You give me soldier field grass. Now we're talking. But if it's like in my backyard grass, like that shit. It looks shit, like, yeah, that makes sense. And it looks like a Kentucky green grass. Um, Kentucky? Okay. Kentucky green, yeah. But it, like it, Kentucky it, it, rye is actually grass. out right now. Mm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty dumb though. I mean, yeah, that's what all my jeans looked like in elementary school. Yeah, but but you did them. you did that from like playing and putting shit on like you you did the work to get those. These yeah. are stupid. Yeah, I also can't even tell from this picture are they men's or women's jeans? Both are items are part of Gucci's men's ready to wear collection for fall winter twenty twenty. But who, like, how fucking bullshit is it if you saw someone at a bar and like, oh my god, like you a farmer or something? You like you work with your hands? It's like, nah, I just stop at shop at Gucci. The overalls, Honestly, the overalls are pretty hard. I was gonna say, like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna get the jeans, might as well just upgrade Ooh. to the fourteen hundred dollar Gucci overalls with grass stains on. And that's yeah, the overalls have stains on the back too. See, so, so that no, that's the front of the overalls. overalls. Yeah, but you get the stains on the back too. <laughs> what do you mean ready to wear? What what jean have you ever bought with like, hey, hey? You have to roll around to some grass before you got to wear this. And you're like, you know what? I'm just going to buy Gucci's. <laughs> I'm just going to buy Gucci's. I'm not going to roll on the grass. Like a wide leg boot cut kind of kind of denim. I don't get it. What what kind of person that uh, regularly buys Gucci is going to buy Gucci overalls, though? Is that a thing? Anyone that buys Gucci. Really? Oh, people people yeah. buy it for the brand. They don't buy it for... They don't right. buy it because they actually make good clothes. I'm, have you actually been into I'm, a Gucci I'm, store? I'm dumb. No, I haven't. So if you actually look at the way that like Gucci, Louis Vuitton, any of the the overseas fashion house make their clothes, they are, yes, they're better than like an Abercrombie or an Old Navy or something. But they ain't $950. And the reason that Gucci and stuff do this, and I know this just because from the shoes, so Gucci makes these shoes that are extremely high quality leather and they're $450 but they cost $360 to make 
So they like to like get you in the door with like, oh yeah, we got these really nice things, but their bags and their clothes are marked up over 800% where it's like that jean probably cost them, you know, maybe $40 to make because it is quality denim, but they sell for $950. So that's how they make all their profit. But it's crazy. It's like, yes, it's better quality, but I've never been like, you know what? I really want like high quality denim, but like, can you stay in the shit out of that first? Like, no, I've never had that. Didn't do that myself. Yeah, I'm yeah. telling you. Take a little... Dude, it's October. Go on a hayride. Get a little stain. Just go outside. Yeah. Um, okay, our next one is KFC is coming back and collabing with Walmart once again for bringing us the KFC fire logs. Genius. <laughs> I know we didn't do it last year like we said we would, but I think we should do it this year. We're back. KFC fire logs. Yeah. After two we, years of sellout success, KFC's fire logs are available again. This time at Walmart, so we, maybe we could actually do it this year. It was at Walmart last time. Well, they're this year again. Say, so, yeah, I feel like we definitely talked about it last yeah. last year, but, right? So they're back, and now they have like a crazy supply. I'm telling you right now, if I went to like a bonfire, and I walked in the backyard like. Hey, is that the Colonel? Secret Spices? And they're like, yeah, put a log on. I'll be like, motherfucker, let's do it. I love this idea. I think it's genius. So, uh, personal sidebar to this conversation, I've lived with two of the hosts of this show, and we've had fireplaces all the years that we lived together. And my question to you now is, why have we never put the Colonel's kernels up on the shelf? And why have we never lit his sticks, lit his logs, and just portrayed that smell through our house real quick. You sound like you, we did a bunch of fires. No, we didn't do any fires. So it's, we put them up. I, I well, think yeah. We put them up, up on the TV and yeah, yeah. No, but yeah. The, the smells. I wanted the kernel smells. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That's, That's what true. I yearned for. True. True. Well, I think, uh, when well, we were actually li- very purposely trying to get one, they were actually sold out. They were for like most of the, most of the year. So they were 11 or spices, huh? The get question is what is the hottest season to buy kernels logs? Uh, to have in your own house. Ooh, do you mean like to stock up or to like use them? Uh, tomato, tomato. Uh, to ha- I think to buy them, you buy them in September, get ready for the smoking season, and then you use them throughout November and December. So we buy them now. So we are behind schedule. Yeah. We need to buy well, our Colonel Sanders logs. They, they and we just tell our, our viewers to buy, you said they're going stale? They're going stale. For for smell or for taste or for, for smell. pleasure? They like supposedly they go stale real quick when you're burning them. It's almost like you're burning wood. <laughs> it's it's like you're yeah, burning they don't wood. get the the spices ask, deep in the wood. Who would dare like, use wood for that purpose? As a as an amateur meat smoker myself, <laughs> are you are you about to say Whoa. what I think you're about to say? Will this make my brisket? Have that sweet eleven herbs and spices. Genius! Like, that is such a great idea. I think I there's really only one way we could find out. Should you should have I to do it? Yes. <laughs> yes. Beer. If you're asking if you should buy these logs to smoke your brisket and ribs, the answer is yes. If you have some wings, throw them in there because that'll also do. Ooh, that'll be magical. Smoke chicken wings with the KFC fire log to like double the flavor. Okay. Mm. Wow. You have chicken flavored wood to cook your chicken. It's genius. Um, <laughs> write it down, beer. I'm, I'm <laughs> damp just thinking about it. So. <laughs> How are we on time? 48 and a half. 48. Perfect. That brings us to Taboo Tuesday. When is it appropriate to start listening to Christmas music? Because I've already seen people start listening to it and I got an issue with it. I think uh, the general consensus has been right after Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. I agree with that. Agreed. I don't think October, though. I think October is bullshit. The people that are saying, like, I'm already listening to Christmas music and watching Christmas movies, that's bullshit. We have two holidays before that. Yeah. So it's like, come on. You got any say? No, I actually concur with you guys on this one. Um, Perfectly agree that if you buy a Christmas tree in October, it's going to be dead by the time Christmas rolls around. Like it's it's asinine to even purchase that early. So I I agree with you guys on this one. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad. Well, I guess while we have a guest, what do you think of pineapple on pizza? 
Uh, pre-crime, you are a sociopath. Uh, may God have mercy on your soul. Uh, crucifixion seems like the most immediate <laughs> form of uh, retribution for resolving this issue. But tomato, tomato. Yeah, on that note, I, I don't write the rules. <laughs> on that note, we're going to stop with the Taboo Tuesdays, and we're going to go right into the uh, the rank. So this rank is the top four movies to watch around Halloween time, or Halloween time. Ooh, sounds like you Ooh. said Halloween already. Time. I know, I said Halloween. I almost, I almost heard him say Calabar's Revenge. He said <laughs> Halloween Town there. I always have been a big fan of one over two, but whatever. Uh, Marnie. Come on. Marnie Piper. She was like the greatest actor of our generation when we were that age. Her name is very suggestive. Marnie Piper. But that's not for me to say. Um, I'm just a single bachelor man that got invited on this show. So I digress. Came to pick up a power drill, stayed for a podcast. It's, 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 it's the classic thing that I've ever seen it. Um, okay, let's start with beer. What is the top four Halloween movies? Top four. Um, I feel like we did this last year, so... We Might did... Be similar? We did top yeah. four horror movies, and it was before uh, Nick and Beer joined the show. Or Nick and Johnny join the show. Okay. Okay. So we got to get you in. All right. Number four. I'm going to go with the classic, classic Scream. I actually really like the original Scream movie. I thought it was really good. Um, I think it's very good. That's my number four. Um, You know, had to throw that in there. Classic. Number three, Blair Witch Project. I freaking love that movie. Ooh. Ooh. I know. That's a good one. Which one? Yeah. The Blair Witch Project, the first one. Oh, Blair Witch Project. Yeah, it, I think there was two, but the, I mean, it's like it seems like a super low budget, kind of funny, but um, seems like a super low budget type of movie that they could make and just send a couple people in the woods. But I got so the first time I saw that, I remember being like scared for days afterwards. <laughs> like, I can't go in the woods by myself. That's crazy. Um, number two, I'm gonna go behind the mask, the story of Leslie Vernon. It's like a, one of those like crappy, shitty movies you can actually find on Amazon Prime for free right now. Um, but it's like a, it's like a built like a documentary and they're following around a murderer that like is getting ready to murder in a classic scary movie way, like stalking the kids at high school, finding, finding the loners and like coming up with a plan to scare them. And like, he even has a line that says like, you know what? He's like, I have to train so much cardio because you know, when they're walking, they're running away from you and they turn around and you have to pretend like you're walking. Like, yeah, like, that takes <laughs> a lot of cardio. And like, so he talks about that. It's like a really cool movie. It's on Amazon prime. I think it's free right now. Wait, what's it called checking. again? It's called behind the mask. The story of Leslie Vernon. You should look it up. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah. We watched um, that last year. Wait, so it's, it's kind of a comedy. Yeah. It's kind of a comedy. It's a, it's a satiric. It's, it's a satire to like, oh, okay. to like horror yeah. movies, basically. Right. Yeah. Nice. You guys, it's it's pretty cool. I remember watching that and like, that's this is one of my favorite movies of all time. I was like, this is <laughs> awesome. Um, and then number one, you guys know this because I've been talking about this. The Strangers. The Strangers yeah. is the best horror movie I've ever seen. To this day, it is so spooky and it's because it can like literally happen. A bunch of people just roll up randomly to a house. And they want to kill you just because you're there. That's it. I actually had that debate the other day. The uh, the broken record really just brings it all together. It's like, mm-hmm. whoever, whoever, whoever. Mm-hmm. And that, like, that is the most like devastating cin- cinematography genius that I've ever seen. The sounds in the movie, I think, are the most like slamming the doors and the, the loop of the record. It's just like so like. It's so weird. Yeah, you get so spooked from it. Love Ominous. it. Which of the strangers is the most scary in your opinion? Well, the first, definitely. I saw the second no, one. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Out of the three. Oh. Out of the three people. Mm. Daddy, mama, or child. Daddy, it's now what they go child. by. It's now what they go by. <laughs> I see it's interesting. I don't know. I like the one that has like the doll face. I like the doll. She's like real spooky. Mama. So it's, just so you know, no, it is Baghead, <laughs> Dollface, and Pinup Girl. That's that's the three. That's the actual three. So you said uh, Dollface is the scariest? Yeah, when she like comes out of the dark, that one scene where she just kind of like emerges, like, oh my god, that was... Like, I don't know what it is everywhere. for me, but Pinup Girl with that little like swoosh at the top of her mask, it always creeped the shit out of me. It reminds me of like... Uh, 
a purge mask too if you've seen that movie it, oh, it would be like yeah. a mask that a purger would wear um that was a very good rank uh johnny <clears throat> at number four i have uh two movies it's a nightmare on elm street and jeepers creepers um they both equally scared the shit out of me when i was about seven or eight um i found the cassette tapes and i played it by myself um i didn't get wow yeah i didn't get very far i must have been like eight or nine actually i don't know idiot seven to nine either way <laughs> it scarred the sh- it scarred me for years and years after that i think probably up until like high school i was pretty terrified of the outdoors and it didn't help that my cousins would tell me yeah that shit's real and um <laughs> well freddy krueger is real dude stop jeepers creepers <laughs> he's just a scarecrow you can fuck him up but like uh, well either way we all know freddy krueger is real so yeah he, that- he's got a shoe coming out tomorrow Oh, that's right. Actually, looks dope. He actually does. Yeah. <laughs> he actually does. He, he's changed. He's changed his, uh, you know, identity he's in the last few designer. years. Now he's back in the sneakers. Yeah. He, he's yeah. working with Zay. <laughs> Zay. Zay Way. Follow our boy. Zay yeah. Way. Uh, number three, I have Ghostbusters because Bill Murray could do no wrong, and it's a little, little lighter than everything else on my list. Number two, I have also Strangers, or is it the Strangers? Strangers. Just strangers. That's strangers. Yeah, for all those reasons, just it could happen to anyone, and it's fucking terrifying. And on a similar note, though, at number one, I have Hush, which oh. is yeah, Hush uh, another one where it's just a creepy fucking dude in a mask and just terrifying the shit out of this lady. Um, I won't ruin it if you guys haven't seen it, but... I never saw it. That's a really, really, <sighs> really good one. Could I, could I give one spoiler alert? Just, I want to say the scariest part in that whole thing. Pretending you're a Cover young, your ears. young deaf woman. So... I think the scariest part in that whole movie is when he's still outside talking to her on the inside and yes, she's deaf. So they have to write everything and she writes the whole whole thing where it's like, you could leave now. Like I haven't seen your face and he just comes up, boom, takes off the face. Like, I know that's not like a pop-up scare or anything, but that is like, you know that this man is only here to kill you for fun. He is intent to kill you. Because he's like, I want you to see my face so you know then I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Like, that's Fucking why I'm that, that is, like, shivers. the scariest part yeah. to me. So she's deaf? That's she thing. is deaf. Yeah, oh, that's okay. part of the, the thing. Though. Oh, it's, yeah. it's actually a very good movie. You should really watch it. Like, not even just for a horror movie. Yeah. I think it is a very good movie. I'm not big on scary movies, but yeah, sure. Yeah, it's, I, I'm, I don't like them either, but this one really does uh, float to the top, like, for Have you ever seen overall. Haunting of Hill House? No, I've I, I, I've thought about getting into it recently, yeah. and I've had some friends and my roommate talk talk about it, but I just eh. I'd recommend you. it. It's very know. good. Uh, but the, the the reason I asked is the one of the main characters is the main character in Hush. Oh, okay, and she, it's also like super good acting too. Yeah, which is it's not common for Terrifying. a horror movie. Yeah. Um, let's go, Nick. Very good rank, by the way. All right, thank you. Um, number four, Paranormal Activity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the original. Any of them? Yeah, okay. the, the 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 original, the first one, the original low low budget horror movie. I think it was made for like less, like fifty thousand dollars, less than that, like That's, fifteen thousand dollars. I didn't know that. Something ridiculous, and then it just blew up. Um, because it was literally just it was like a guy doing like a, a art final or something like that. If only we had no a shit. producer to look yeah. that up. Wow. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm blown away right now. <laughs> yeah, oh, I could look that up. Sorry. I'm like really intrigued because that movie scared the shit out of me too. If I, only we had a producer I, to look I think, it up. I think it's the film with the biggest return on investment ever because it made like 80 million something, 100 million at the box office, but it, they only spent like a, a, not even that much. Just, yeah. $15,000. Yeah, there you go. And they Incredible. made almost 200 million on it and it Holy spawned a whole moly. series. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Incredible, but the whole the whole concept of it is really brilliant, uh, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Similarly, number three, Scream, uh, the concept of it being like again, I don't really like scary movies, but like the whole idea was like playing up on like the trope of like slasher movies from the eighties, and the fact that they um, killed Drew Barrymore in the very first scene of the movie, just like they're trying to you know do something kind of unique with uh, a horror movie, which I really appreciate. Quick fun fact, did you know that she was in all of the trailers and was told to be the lead? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they they like marketed her as like being the lead. They marketed they, her as being the lead. They wanted to like surprise everybody being Genius. like, oh, she's gonna be in the whole thing, and then she dies in the first scene. That's awesome. Yeah. See, that's when that was like crazy to do. Cause now that they do it a bunch, of, yeah. they do like kind of a, a clickbait or like a bait and switch. But that was like she was 
she was doing like interviews about like the ending and she's like, oh, you know, I'm a part of the ending. I can't do it. But she dies. And <laughs> yeah, which is crazy. It's pretty, pretty ridiculous. Uh, number two, a little bit different. Hocus Pocus. Oh, good Hocus one. Pocus. Oh, great. That's a good one. Yeah. I think that's I one. I freaked out thinking about it too. Yeah, it is little. like kind of slightly freaky, but I think it's uh, also like I was at a bar a couple weeks ago and it was like playing on the screen like without sound or anything like that. And I was just looking at it. And it was like, it's just very fall vibes. Yeah. Like just it's it, nostalgia. Nice. Yes, yeah, exactly. When I was a kid, when the guy comes back with his mouth sewn shut, that scared Ooh. the <laughs> shit out of me. No, fuck when I was a kid. That scares the shit out of me to this day. Well, but then they open it up and he's like, ah, much better. And then it's funny. <laughs> But it, it is a terrifying sight when he's got it closed because you're like, oh my god, yeah. Uh, and then number one, scary movie. Any of them? The first one. Oh, first one's so good. Sorry. The very first. I like one. all. Oh god, of course. So well, uh, I like the second one, three. The second like one's the second one, and the third one, from what I remember, are decent. The first one, I think, is is the best. The um, third one, when they start making fun of Eight Mile, I was like shocked because I was like, oh, I thought this was just gonna make fun of scary movies, yeah. but. Yeah, that, that's where they started to go off the rails a little bit, but the first one was very much committed to making fun of scary movies. Um, so mine, and then we'll end with... Or do you want to go first, John? No, I have to. Okay, so my my number four scary movie one, I think that is like a movie you should watch every Halloween time because it's mm-hmm. hilarious, but it also hits so many genres and so many movies of the horror genre where it's like, yeah, this I'm ready for spooky time. Uh, number three is Trick or Treat. Um, if you haven't seen it, it is phenomenal. It is basically, I'm not going to spoil anything, but it's basically about a demon who dresses up like a little like pumpkin type thing, a little scarecrow pumpkin. And uh, if you don't obey the rules of Halloween, he comes and attacks you. But it's in unique ways. Sounds terrifying. No, thank you. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's pretty terrifying. Look, that's the guy. That's the guy on the screen. It is terrifying. His Whoa. name's Jack. Ugh. His name's just Jack. No, no, that's not him. That's when he takes his mask off, which you don't see in the last minute. Um, but it's... <laughs> Spoilers. It's a real... Well, you just saw it. So he he is very scary. Uh, he, ups, he upholds the law. Crazy. Um, number two is going to be Cabin in the Woods. I love Cabin in the Woods just because it, it makes all, like, the jokes at... A uh, like a standard slasher film, and it puts into a pretty good movie. I love that they're like betting on. Have you seen it? Uh, well, they like basically they make these monsters come up, and it's supposed to be like a ritual. But they make all the contestants be like the. So it's like uh, Chris Hemsworth is in it, and he's like a super smart guy he's in grad school. But they put this like weird like gas on him to make him like a dumb jock. And it's hilarious. Mm. So they make him like, they make all the characters like uh, a normal like slasher tropes. It's hilarious. Um, it's also really good and it's got one of the best endings. Um, before I go to my last one, uh, honorable mention, any slasher film, any classic slasher film, Scream, Jeepers Creepers, Elm Street, Friday the 13th, any of those, I think you should at least watch one. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say like you should watch Scream or this. I think you should watch one. Like I know what you did last summer. A slasher is just always good. Uh, number one, it's going to be no surprise if you know me. It is blank amount of people wake up blank and must do blank to survive. Uh, saw. Yes. <laughs> saw, die, nine dead. Um, circle. I could go on forever, um, but check them out. I love where amount of, uh, blank amount of people wake up blank and must do blank to survive. I think those are the best ones. And I also think that it would be very poetic if I died. <laughs> Oh, I'm boring you. That's fine. Um, John, <laughs> I, what I is your that. rank? I, I it's it's a, a race against time for me. Um, Talking to the mic. <laughs> are we are do we are doing this now? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, we are doing this now. Oh, high risk, no reward. Yes. <laughs> Or tomato, tomato. How are you not talking in the mic? It is literally in front of your face. You've pushed it away. No, I, I acknowledge it, of course. All right. The, no, uh, come on, dude. Just talking in the mic. I understand that, but Nick, it's a story that, it's a story that people want to hear. Oh, what's your, okay. What's your story? 
And I don't think Mike. I don't think he was taking the mic. I know, but like we've had all these good times, but at the end of the day, it boils down to the race against time, the story that was never meant to be told. What the fuck are you talking? <laughs> Dead air. Dead air. Yeah, come on, talk. I, I I'm talking about the only story that was ever worth telling. In the last 10 years and the fact that you've just dissolved over it and acted like that was not worth <laughs> worth speaking of. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my God. Then we, we've got ourselves uh, an evening ahead, yeah? Just, <laughs> all right, just give your rank. My rank? <laughs> all right, just give your number one movie. Or what are you talking about? Just tell me the movie you're talking about. Yeah, the about. fucking bears are going to win the... Fucking no. Pinewood Derby this year. <laughs> yeah, they'll have it. <laughs> no, what is what is the horror movie that you've been talking about? It's it's nothing that I've mentioned before. It's everything that I've expressed in between. <laughs> I don't know why this is so hard to comprehend. Dude, I don't get what you're saying. Do you have to watch the Super Bowl alone? No, no, I don't care about that at all. This is this has been a sports write-off for the next or for the last ten years. All right, all right. let's stay on topic. What is your at least just give me your favorite movie that you've been talking about? What's your favorite horror movie or Halloween movie? Oh yeah, <laughs> it should be that simple, right? Yes, <laughs> yes. I have no idea what the hell this is. I need to go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, high risk, high reward. Okay, we're done. We're done. All right, guys. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, sorry. Tune in. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> sorry. All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, really, seriously, go check out Zayway. He was our last guest. He was phenomenal. He killed it. Um, he was nice enough to even talk about, he talked about us to his, his following, which is more than I could ever ask for. Um, we did really good. Um, thank you guys very much for listening. Stay safe out there. Have a great Halloween, you know, just be safe about it and we will see you next week. Also remember gamble responsibly, gamble for entertainment purposes only, and we will see you guys next week. Thank you very much.